It's summertime, so you know what? The heat is on. Let's start the show. Welcome, everybody, to FYC Film Review. I'm your host, Gagne, with me, as always, my partner in crime, the Naldo. What's up, man? How's it going, everybody? Yeah, we've... uh, We've adjusted your your nickname a little bit, so gotta 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 find a, a new sexier intro for you. I like it. It's sexy. Yeah, it's, <laughs> you're you're bringing sexy back. It's all right. Okay. It's all right. No '80s, you know, R-rated comedy sex. Oh my gosh. Okay. Uh, we went back into the '80s, and Love I think it. this is our bread and butter because I think we have we have good luck with a lot of the '80s. So hopefully, we had good luck with this one. The year is 1984. And it gave us this gem of a film called Beverly Hills Cop, rated R, directed by Martin Brest. You know what he's done? Oh, I do. I'm a Brest man. Uh, he has done <laughs> Meet Joe Black, which we've already covered. Fantastic uh, movie. Yeah. So I uh, yeah. it's nice to revisit Mr. Martin. And uh, this is a good one. He, has, yeah. he didn't do a lot of movies, but he did some iconic films. That's true. Yeah. He did Julie, though. Julia. Yeah, I was gonna say, don't you know, like knock that one off. It's like end of career stuff. Don't, don't. <laughs> that's big though for him to direct <laughs> end of career movie. That's yeah, whatever. By the end uh, of his career. Okay, all right. Let, let's dig in. And as always, guys, before we get into it, uh, hit that like and subscribe button if you guys want to see more reviews and stick with us to the end of the video to see what we rated this movie and if you guys agree with our rating. Um, the composer of the movie, Harold Faltemeyer, which he did Top Gun as well. Ooh. Okay. He did the original Talkman theme song. Interesting. And, okay. Yeah, and this one's pretty iconic. Yeah. He, the, the music in it, you just, you recognize right away. I mean, props to the, the music supervisor too, who built the soundtrack. Cause I love every song on the soundtrack. Yeah. The soundtrack was pretty good. The songs in it were too. I, I thought that the theme that dun, 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 I thought mm-hmm. it was overplayed a little bit. Yeah, it does. It's way more repetitive than I remember. Yeah, it, a lot. It, it's definitely uh, a synthesized 80s piece that you don't need over and over. It was so. too much. Yeah. <laughs> Let's just call it what it is. It was too much. It's like in every <laughs> scene, it's okay. We get it. That's the theme song. Uh, but this is our first Eddie Murphy movie, right? It's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Crazy. But a good one to start with because honestly, like this is like height of. Eddie Murphy, comedian, Saturday Night Live. Between, I think this is a couple of years before. No, it's a couple same year as Delirious, right? Or the a year difference between a his year Delirious after Delirious, I think. right before Raw, right before. I mean, he just becomes. I think this probably was one of those movies that really just took him next level. Yeah, I think this was the movie that catapulted him to like a whole different level because I think he was in Forty Eight Hours mm-hmm. before this, and there was something else. I forget what it is, but this is the movie that that made Eddie Murphy a household name. I th- I think, um, and I just want a full disclaimer before I start reviewing this movie. I am an Eddie Murphy fan. Uh, I don't like all his movies, but I think uh, he is one of the funniest guys ever out there. And to me, his stand-up comedic performance of Delirious is actually the best comedic performance I've ever seen, hands down. Uh, I We've seen it so many times as roommates. We quote it all the time. So that is Eddie Murphy's, uh, just he is one hilarious guy. So I just wanted to throw that out there before I start reviewing it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I think we're in for it. So, okay. All right. Well, yeah. I'm uh, as well an Eddie Murphy fan, but yeah, I think of recent stuff I haven't uh, loved so much. I think shortly after the Nutty Professor is kind of it was getting a little little long in the tooth. I've I 
love this time. Like this, sure. The, the early eighties, all eighties, early nineties of Eddie is just, it's gold. I mean, and I I'm happy to say that it, you know, this one still held up for me. I haven't seen it in so long, but I love it. Okay. So, so would you seen this a handful of times or would you say yeah, another one of those? I think I probably saw way too early. Like it was, you know, because of its popularity, I think played on TV and you catch it all the time. They probably edited some of the R-rated stuff out, but I've probably seen it yeah, half a dozen times. You know, if you wow. piece together some showings where again, it's, it's on, you watch for half of the movie maybe. Okay. Yeah. I've, I've only seen this movie once or twice, I think. Mm-hmm. So I didn't grow up with this movie. So watching it again, um, it was, uh, it was, it was very eye-opening. <laughs> eye-opening. Uh, let's get into it. Uh, the movie takes place in Detroit. He's an undercover cop uh, and he's uh, the opening scene star. He's in a, he's in a van drug bus gone wrong about drugs something like that. Then you get this ridiculous chase, <laughs> chasing where he's hanging off the back of a, of a truck and he's flying all over the place. The truck is crashing into to cars and, you know, it doesn't kill anybody, but he just goes nuts. Intentionally uh, ramming like everything, everything. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so, you know, that's kind of the, the, the issue that I had with this movie is I know it's supposed to be a funny movie, but am I supposed to take it seriously or is it supposed to be funny? Because right. it had some really funny moments and they had some kind of serious moments as well. So it's, it's, I, I had a hard time distinguishing it, especially because Eddie Murphy. So to me, this whole movie was just a comedy movie. And so the action scenes were just, that's uh, kind of weird for me. Yeah. I think it kind of brings up uh, the first fun fact, which when you're watching the ramming of every car in Detroit, you yeah. realize, oh, this is a Jerry Bruckheimer, Don Simpson production. Mm-hmm. There's supposed to be explosions in action. And um, yeah, but you got Eddie Murphy, who at the time is basically the funniest guy on the planet. Yeah. Leading a, 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 a serious cop crime drama. See, is it a serious cop crime drama or is it an action buddy flick? Right. Because, I mean, yeah. you've got some serious moments where his his friend, you know, he breaks out of or not, doesn't break out of jail. Sorry. Yeah. He, he gets out of jail. He's been out of jail. He meets him at his apartment and his friend is kind of a uh has always led a bad life he's been in jail in and out and they've been friends forever uh and uh some villains come up and they they murder his friend right in front of his apartment because he stole german bear bonds <laughs> right yeah and yes. did, you, did you see the villain and the the villain I, I did i did the the prime henchman uh yeah. jack if you will uh yes i did not realize that that is our our buddy from breaking bad jonathan banks yeah good actor so, for a long time he was yeah and it's weird seeing him with hair and young yes. because he's he's old he's older and he's bald and he's just got that mean look to him now but he's a good actor yeah i mean you go 35 almost 40 years ago i was like why do i i recognize that guy yeah yeah oh my god that's yeah <laughs> yeah great love yeah. that he's still acting and so he he ends up going to beverly hills because his friend told him that he worked for this gallery that his other childhood friend named Jenny um, was at, and he got this job and Jenny tells him, yeah, my boss employed him, this villain named Victor. So that's how he ends up in Beverly Hills because he's trying to investigate uh, this, this murder, even though his boss told him, Hey, don't do anything. Just go on vacation, get away and don't, don't uh, investigate anything. Of course, Axel Foley is a bit of a rogue cop. He doesn't do everything by the book. Uh, so what he does, he, you know, he, he goes against his, his boss's wishes and, and does the exact opposite thing. Yeah. I think that's where the 
the movie kind of hits its height for me once he starts getting into shenanigans in Beverly Hills. I love the interaction when he first gets to the gallery with Bronson Pinchot as yes. Serge. Yes. Um, I yes. love his interaction with uh, Taggart and Rosewood. Uh, they're just, they're, they're good characters. You got the gruff old cop and the young new detective. Judge Reinhold is awesome. He's funny. I, yeah. I like it. I love, I, I guess it does become, you know, kind of a, a buddy cop. Right. Movie, if you will, he's investigating a murder and there's that touching moment with his friend that, you know, that basically didn't sell him out and went to jail and kept his mouth quiet. Right. And, you know, cares about him. So he, meh, he's got to break the law, but he's got to go out and investigate why his buddy, you know, <laughs> got killed for what reason? Right. Over bear bonds. Over bear bonds. Anyone know what bear bonds are? Tell them. Tell us, please. Put <laughs> in the comment sections below because I have no <laughs> idea. Uh, so he goes to Beverly Hills and he, he 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 goes into the building where this Victor guy is, the owner, which is the villain of the movie. And his henchmen come out and they escort him out of the building. Now, they throw him out of the building. They throw him through a window and it shatters. I just think it's funny that he got thrown through a window and he wasn't bleeding. And he right. I mean, I would have been out for like a couple of days if you threw me through a window. <laughs> that wasn't even the issue I had with it. It was more like, why would they throw, why would security throw him out the window? <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. their building. Like, the, yeah, like, the door was, not, I, the door was like five feet away. It was from next the to it. Like, why would you be throwing him out of a perfectly good window? Yeah. I, I didn't get it. I didn't get it either. He gets Which, picked up by the Beverly Hills cops. And uh, gets, hey, Beverly Hills Cops, there you go. He gets taken to the station <laughs> and he sees the station and it's like a castle compared to his station back in Detroit. And this is where he befriends uh, the, what's what's their name? Taggart, Taggart and, and, and Rosewood. And, and Rosewood. And I guess they, the chief tells them to, to escort him wherever he goes, make sure he doesn't get into any trouble. Um, and of course he does because he's investigating Mikey's death, so. Yeah, you get the uh, the infamous banana in the tailpipe scene. Yeah, uh, he orders them room service, and and they're eating it up, and then it's a distraction so that he can get their car not to work. We'll uh, need to do some fact checking on whether bananas and tailpipes really stop cars from working. Uh, I we don't I don't think so, but I, I guess it makes for either. a good gag. Um, yeah, he gets away, goes to investigate. Uh, so. We get a cameo in this by Damon Wayans. Oh. Did you see the cameo? Wait, so was it Damon or was it Keenan? No, I, I really think it was Damon Wayans. I really do. You're probably so, right. I am right. I'm usually am right about this stuff. Uh the strip, the strip club scene <laughs> where he takes uh Rosewood and that's Taggart. 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 Tag, yeah, yeah, Taggart. Uh and he actually thwarts, thwarts, is that the right word? Thwarts? Sure. A, a robbery uh, that was going to take place. And I think that's how he gets into the good graces of the chief because um, he says, hey, this is going to happen. And uh, I think there, he tried to lie to the chief and, and Taggart was like, no, 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 no. That's not how it really happened. So Yeah. Funny scene. I like that because he's being escorted out like for the second time now where they're like, dude, go home. Uh, he's just like, this was working till you guys yeah. messed it up. Like you ruined a perfectly <laughs> good lie. It's a yeah. good a good little scene there's a lot of good eddie in this i mean he's just his timing his his delivery his fish out of water um it's fun um the ending of this film the shootout i, I you know again you have this huge shootout and it's funny but it's serious because you right. got people being shot and blood splatting everywhere but you got these moments where there it's just it's supposed to be funny 
you know, like Rosewood and, and getting them over the, yeah. Getting them over the, <laughs> the fence. You're like, yeah. What? So I, I, that's, that's what I have a hard, I had a hard time distinguishing whether it's a comedy or this just the action type of movie. Um, but overall, I think Eddie Murphy carries this movie. He carried this movie. And, and I, I, I can, I can see why they wanted Eddie Murphy in this movie. Fun fact, they actually, the original, um, person who was going to be Axel Foley was going to be Sylvester Stallone. That would have been horrible. Yeah. Horrible. So so horrible. So Sylvester Stallone took part of the script that he was writing for Beverly Hills Cop and turned it into his movie Cobra. Oh. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. Happy he'd passed on this. I cannot ever <laughs> imagine Stallone in this. It just doesn't doesn't work. Doesn't okay. work. All right, All let's right. get to a rating. Let's do it. I I I think we've said Lots of good things about this, and I'm hoping your score comes a little more in line. So we're gonna go with bananas in the tailpipe. How bananas, many bananas in the, in the tailpipe? <laughs> one All right. being no, just put one banana in there. Not very good. Five being that car's not going anywhere. We're gonna stay and watch this whole movie. It's so good. How do you put five bananas in a tailpipe? Yes. I don't forget it. All right, let's yeah. <laughs> let's just rate it. I don't want to go there. I'm All right, you go first. Man, I, I've been teetering since I watched it on the fence. I, I had a lot of fun rewatching this. I love the soundtrack. I'm a sucker for these 80s movies. Yeah. I I was out of four. I'm going to stay out of four. Four bananas in the tailpipe. I, I think this is a great movie still. I have so four much Four bananas yeah. in the tailpipe. Yeah. Holy smokes. Probably can't fit, but I'm doing it. <laughs> okay. Uh you know, watching this movie, I, like I said, I had a bit of a hard time, but I am a big Eddie Murphy fan. I like his stuff from the 80s. I do, especially his stand-up uh, performances. Uh, and I, I saw this movie with my wife, and my wife actually liked it more than I did. And so I've, I've been struggling with this rating, uh, but I think just talking about it more, right, and seeing what Eddie Murphy has brought to the table throughout the years and what, he, and what this movie did for him, uh, I'm going to go with the three. Originally, I was going to go with the 2.5, but I'm going to go with... Three, three bananas in the tailpipe. Three ripe bananas in the tailpipe. There, <laughs> gotta be ripe. <laughs> Bravo! Yeah. I'm proud of you. That's. I don't think I would have accepted the two and a half. So three, okay. three is acceptable. I, I, I'll give you that. Okay. Okay. All right, guys. Uh, go check this movie out. It's not for kids. Uh, so, but go check it out and uh, and let us know what you think. Again, it's '80s cheesiness to the max but it has Eddie Murphy. So if you like Eddie Murphy and you want to see the movie that probably catapulted him to a whole different level, go check it out and let us know what you think. Cool. We'll check you next time, guys. I've been your host, Gagne. With me as always, my partner, Naldo. Have a good one, everybody.